This episode of Chop, the official podcast of Axe Cop Fancast podcast, is brought to you by drawyoupicture.com, where you can get a logo or whatever drawn for you pretty darn cheap. Check it out. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you, because I've done a lot at drawyoupicture.com. Also brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. Do you know what a domain name is? Look it up, fool! Hey there, Head Chopper. This is Chop, an Axe Cop podcast. And we want you to join our team. This show only stabs you if you're bad. Hey, how you doing, Head Choppers? Welcome to Chop, episode number seven, brought to you the week of June 16th, 2010. Hey, John Steinklopper, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm James, by the way. That's John. Uh, Ethan's not with us because this week we're broadcasting from a secret door behind a secret cooler in Walmart. Yes, and, and let me tell you, it's chilly. It is. It's a little bit chilly. Ethan said he wasn't about that. Actually, Ethan's in SoCal with his sister, doing the doing what families do, just touring around, spending time with family. And so, um, yeah. you know, that's why he haven't hasn't done any comics, and that's why he's not going to be on our show today. But it's okay. Yeah. We don't need the fanboy, whoever he is. <laughs> Who is this Ethan anyway? Who so, is he? I don't know. Well, welcome back. This is, uh, again, like I said, episode seven, and uh, we're, we're glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. John, I'm glad to be here. You I sound am. a little I'm better stoked. than you did uh, yeah. the other day. One, yeah, well, I've been taking a lot of drugs. Yeah, John and, and I... The legal kind. John and I do a little show called Nobody's Listening over at NLCast.com. If you haven't checked it out, do before we end it, because after three <laughs> years of doing uh, iTunes-only clean comedy podcast going to be ending it after only three more episodes so you you can join us live every monday night at 9 30 eastern time east at nlcast.com slash watch but uh if you heard him on monday whoo he sounded pretty rough <laughs> he sounded like an ex-girlfriend of mine oh <laughs> I, I actually nice. used to date john so that's oh. that was him no, i'm kidding uh, i thought you were going to tell anybody about it's that. time for this secret attack yeah that was a secret attack telling the telling the lie about our dating life anyway i think john and i secret attack uh from this week where we mentioned our favorite axe cop moment from the current comic this week what took us by surprise i would say got john i'll give it to you episode 40 what yeah. what, what took us yeah. both by surprise this week i would have to say seeing a likeness of ourselves on that last panel i know we were that- in the dang comic <laughs> How cool was that? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Oh, love it, love it. Are, I gotta ask: Are you pleased with how you were drawn? No, I am fatter than ever in that thing. I gotta say, you look great. Well, that's because I'm hiding behind you. <laughs> you couldn't help but hide behind me. I look like a big giant guy. <laughs> I look hungry. I look like, I look like my dream Ryan has come Stiles. true. Yeah, you do. But he's he's judging us based off our heads, and I do have a very large yeah. head and a very fat head. The rest of me's not so fat, but um, I'm like a lollipop. I have a giant head and a skinny, teeny, tiny body. I'm lying. I am lying, by the way. <laughs> I'm like a baby spoon, a baby spoon baby that is custom-shaped because there's the spoon oh, part would be my head. Then there's this flare part uh-huh. around the middle, and then it smooths out at the bottom. It's like right. a ba- baby paintbrush. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'm not as big as that picture. But I love the hat. I love that it says NL on it. Yes. I love that he did that. I love that it looks like you have a ponytail. <laughs> Almost have a, a mullet, huh? Yeah. It's hiding back there. It's swinging. Something's, something's blowing in the breeze back there. And, and, and which is, you know, I don't have much hair left these days. So a ponytail would be flattering, even if it was a mullet. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. When you can't grow it up top, you grow it in the back. That's right. That's what the old guys do. Nothing on top and party in the back. That's right. Something like that. We call it a skullet. Hey, um, 
<laughs> I have been ripped apart by the Twitter verse and the Facebook verse and the chat room verse, all the verses that are out there for just being a standard buyer, a ne'er do well, if you will. Um, really? Just letting the candy candy monster run past us without doing anything. <laughs> and well, I I didn't know if we should be cheering him on or what. All, I mean, all I'm doing is being shocked, and that's exactly what I do in real life, dude. If I saw a big sticky, gooey, nasty candy monster running past me, I I wouldn't go up and shake his hand. I wouldn't I try to stop so. him. I'd be like, "Am I seeing some street drama?" Is this the next, you know, <laughs> Mimi on, on YouTube? I don't know. Are we getting pawned by somebody with a hidden video camera? Exactly. And then if I saw him chased by a baby man costume and a baby baby or a baby kid, yeah. no, ain't happening. I, I did. He did get my look just right because that's exactly what I would do. I would throw you behind me to protect your feminine body, <laughs> your, your soft skin, and I would, <laughs> I would sacrifice myself and then look, look upon him in awe. And wonder, so you're pointing at him soon. <gasps> what? But uh, folks that know us from nobody's listening know we have an ongoing joke about um, about uh, John accidentally pulling a a foil wrapped condom out of a candy dish at work, and an Indian yeah. fella telling him that's not candy. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, the, the, some of our fans saw that, and it, the greatest co- comment we had was, "I could almost hear John saying that's not candy." <laughs> So that's awesome. Yeah, that's that. I didn't even think about that until I, I saw that comment. <laughs> it was so <laughs> great. So that took me by surprise, too. That was a secret attack of its own. It's a double secret attack. It's Is a, there such thing? Yes. Secret, it's attack. A secret, secret attack. There it is. It's double. Double your pleasure. Ah, oh, that was awesome. Hey, let's do this, though. Yeah. Meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish. All right, it's news and updates. You know you can join us live every Wednesday night at 10.30 Eastern now. And I yes. just want to mention the chat room while we're doing that. Travis Wheeler, John Carr, 11, Max Cop, uh, Danger Dan, best fairy ever. Oh, my goodness. That's my, She's my, here. Yeah. Oh, so great. I'm so great. Fan. Warp Rider, Narnia Nerd, Andrew Hawken, Hawken, and uh, Aaron Iben. And a whole bunch of other people. Thank you for joining us. You can join us every Wednesday night at 1030 Eastern time. If you live out in California, you should be smart enough to do the math in metric or whatever you guys use out there, you liberal freaks. <laughs> so, you know, you could call us too. You could call the chop line 206-337-8138. You could do that every single day. And we'll ignore Anytime most of you your want, stuff. Even at night. Hey, we 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 had a kid get a hold of the, the old uh, chat line. You want to hear a couple of things real quick of, of what they wrote, what they sent in? Yeah. Kind of funny. Here Let's it is. Hear. Hello? Turn it um, up so I can hear it over hey, here. Hey, Max here. Um, well, what was up with the first Ask Ask Cop? I thought it was kind of strange. Okay, bye. So, yeah, that's Max Cop. <laughs> What's up with that yeah. first Ask Ask Cop? It's kind of strange. Yeah, I had to take a minute to think of what he was talking about. But the second voicemail made it all clear. Listen to this. All right. Hey, guys, um, this is Max Cop. Um, so, um, what is fourth grade like? Is it hard? Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> It, fourth grade? Yeah, fourth grade. What's it like? You know, it's like it's like those two voicemails were like lost. Uh, where you listen you watch one episode and you really hope the second episode is gonna answer all the questions and you end up with just more questions. So it's like I didn't know what he was talking about the first time, and then he calls back and asks about fourth grade. I don't remember fourth grade, Max Cop. What are you oh, doing I, calling random stranger adults, Max Cop? Yeah. Shouldn't you be in bed? No. I remember fourth grade. Uh, and uh, my first crush. Well, no, no, that's not true. Oh, but no. uh, yeah, really. I think my I first know. crush was like in kindergarten. I was an early yeah, bloomer. It it's true. I went to prom in first grade. That's how. <laughs> that's how mature I was. Nice. It was awesome. I made You're a ladies' man. I made the carnation out of cotton balls and <laughs> and glue because it was a craft. Special art class. 
how to make a bouquet for your prom date. For your, for your, for your honey, sweetie pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when they still pinned them on your dress. It was so horrible. That's because they wore more clothes back then. No. No, it's because they hated they hated us. I don't oh. know I don't know why we're talking about this on Axe Cop, but I guess it's to let the people know the geeks that don't ever that never went to prom, those poor guys, those poor schlubs, let them know what they missed out on, but in my day back in 1990 and 91, you still pinned on <laughs> you pinned corsages on and there you are in front of their parents. You're you're totally enthralled with your honey babe trying not to mm-hmm. act like it though because their parents are right there they could kill you at any minute and yep. then and then they you've got to then you've got to get notoriously close to one of their boobages <laughs> <laughs> with a three-foot stick pin and try not to kill them and you're nervous and your hands shaking oh it's terrible because i'm fiddling around her chesticles <laughs> and i got a pin i don't know i didn't i didn't even have a prom so you know you're you're 20 steps ahead of where I That's was. That's right, because you went to private Christian school, you poor yeah. thing. There was like one person that you could have asked out, and it was your mom. Because <laughs> you true. had like nobody in your senior class but you well, and like two three. people. My sisters went to school there, too. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, take my sister to non-existent prom. <laughs> it's a Christian prom. Jesus was your yeah. date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you had to listen to to Carmen or or Amy Grant. <laughs> and at least if you stick Jesus with the corsage, he can heal it right up. It's it's awesome. That's right. So anyway, hey, um, Ethan's gone for a week. That's another bit of news. Uh, we already covered that, but we're having guest comics this week. So far, there's only been one, and they, yeah. they, they, they did an okay job. It was an Ask Axe Cop, and right. um, they, they it was an eight year old and a thirty eight year old. I guess it was a son and uh, dad team. It's pretty entertaining. I love the part where uh, where the, uh, the the paint blended with different sceneries. Yes, you know, and some part of the car was still being seen, but yeah, you never had to worry. You know, they because they thought, oh, that you know, Axe Cop's car it it has wheels. <laughs> you know, it, it can't be because the blue wheels in a dark wheel well blended in with the sky. You know, yes, that that made a lot of sense, but it's good stuff anyway. No, um, a secret attack here. Uh, it's a secret attack inside the nearby swordfish. I'm planning on uh, trying to submit a guest comic. Do it. I know. I, I've already sketched it up. I've, I've drawn the main panel. I'm working on it. I don't know, though. I don't know. I'm fighting the urge to want to mimic his style versus doing my own, and I think I need yeah. to do my own. I think you because should. Because if I had any critique of the guy that submitted, it would be do your own style because it feels like he kind of tried to do... You know, anyway, anyway, I'm not going to hate You know, it's it like was good the stuff. animatrix. They told different stories with different yeah. anime style. And that's what I mine is. They, I'm not, I'm not using a kid. It's just something I've imagined could happen because of something that happened in some of the other stuff. So yeah, it's just right like on. animatrix and just as good. And it'll be 3d full motion. No, it won't. So weak. I'm a big fat liar. All right, so Ethan's gone. Oh, one more thing. Um, he did something pretty cool this week. He put up a video. It's called the June 12th Axe Cop Update, and you can get it there on axecop.com. Just scroll down. We'll probably put a link in the show notes at Chopcast. Um, yeah. But it's really neat. It's him and the boy, as I call him. And uh, it's really cute. It's really cute. And uh, not only is it cute, uh, because cute's not enough for me. I'm a geek. I need something gritty and grimy. He, they also give some uh, clues as to an upcoming project and, and some stuff. So you got to be you got to be putting your uh, detective hat on for that. Yeah, you do. And that's right. You know what I liked about that video? You can tell. You can tell. You know that that little guy loves his big brother. No doubt about it. I didn't it. get that impression at all. I I kind of th- saw some bruises. <laughs> Sorry. Here at Chopcast, we do not spread rumors. We start them. I think Malachi beats his brother. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> reverse that. I think Ethan beats his brother. Anyway. Ah, it's crap. Screwed up the rumor. Ethan gets beat up by his six-year-old brother. That's not a good rumor. Nobody's going to believe that. I, I believed it. <sighs> and so did everybody in the chat room, didn't you guys? <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's do some tryouts. Tryouts. 
Axe Cop Trivia Question of the Week. Hmm. All right, so it's time for that trivia question. Last week, it was, where does Wexter live? Mm-hmm. The answer, of course, is the parking lot. The cave. Oh, parking lot. What? What? He lives in the parking <laughs> lot. He lives in the Stop. parking lot, dork. I got the show notes. I was just I'm trying to chop off your head. <laughs> yeah. So he lives in the parking lot, and uh, today's uh, winner, randomly chosen from the correct answers, Aaron, Aaron Iben. He's in the chat room, actually, right now, peeing his pants. Aaron, yeah. uh, just tell us what you'd love to pimp, and we'll pimp it on the next show. It'd be awesome. But uh, we got a few answers. Most of them were generally in agreements with each other, in agreements, because that's correctly used. Tyler says, Wexter lives <laughs> in the parking lot. I can only hope it is the parking lot of a Denny's or something. So that the, when when the bad guys come to eat, when they come to eat, this is what happens. Actually, I don't know that he does all that. It's probably just this. Yeah, and just a super fast bite. He doesn't so, want to hurt the good guys in the Wendy the Denny's or yeah. something. Um. So. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bastion says, while I would have expected him to request more swanky digs, Dex- Wexter lives in the parking lot. Then again, despite living in the parking lot, he must have some kind of big cushy bed in the middle of the pavement. But wait, what parking lot? Parking lot to what building? To Axe Cop's house? Yeah, because his house has a parking lot. Don't, doesn't everybody's? To the, to the police station? Then again, it might be a super secret uh, uh, parking lot that Wexter lives in. So bad guys won't come in and try to sabotage him somehow, Bastion. My impression, and I don't know, John, that it was always the parking lot to the 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 yeah police station. Yeah, but isn't didn't well? I might be getting an, another ask axe cop mixed up, but he has a big secret door on the back. Right, of his he house does too, have a so. house later on, but initially, I mean, we don't know that he lives there though. Right, it, it, when he was first put out on the on the on the the world there. He, he lives in the parking lot. He's fed bad guys. That's and the true. context seems to be, you know, I, so I don't I think know. it's a prison parking lot. That's how they take care of the overcrowding in the prison. Yeah, but when they you're a kid, you think the police station has the jail right there. I remember being yeah. surprised that there were standalone prisons because all the Westerns you watch, you know, every the bad guys stay right there. Yeah. So I'm thinking from his perspective, the prison, a.k.a. jail, that's what you call it. You don't even know the word prison. The jail <laughs> is is right there in the cop house, the police station. So yeah, I guessed I guessed correctly on another thing actually earlier this week. Somebody in the chat room, I mean, uh, the message board at axcop.com slash forums was talking about the best fairy ever. You know, when are we going to see her again? And w- and then that spawned a discussion on where where is she doing? And I guessed she's probably back in the television. You know, doing her show, uh, and I guess right that on. because I know this history behind it. I know the boy didn't want to put a girl in there. And the only reason why he did is because his sister was bugging him. And I'm thinking, if I'm a boy and I was forced to do this, I'm sticking her back in the TV. I'm getting her out of my universe until I mm. need her. And sure enough, uh, uh, it was confirmed that that's exactly where she is. She's back in her TV show. And so then that made awesome. me think, okay, if he's watching television on a big giant screen monitor, and reaches in, pulls her out. Does she come out bigger? Oh, or and, what if he's at a movie theater and she's on a movie oh, and he pulls her off the screen? That's right. Does or would she? He get she pulled could be in. Huge. Does he get pulled in by her? And then he becomes a little tiny fairy type size person. And then what if it's black and white? Black and white TV. Oh. And what if he has a mullet? I mean, the, the what ifs keep going. I don't know why. Yeah, but they do. It could be like Last Action Hero, where he's got a real life behind the screen or something yeah, like that. I like that movie. But anyway, I did too. Louis Defont. So here's this week's uh, th- the th- Thrivia Thwethen. Uh, in the June 12th update video, which now you have to watch, how many yes. days did Malachi say they had been working on Axe Cop stuff? Again, in the June 12th update video that you can see today at AxeCop.com, how many days did Malachi say they had been working on Axe Cop stuff? Send your trivia answers, and if you have any questions... Like for other people, send them to chopcast at gmail.com. That'd be yeah. awesome. And when you do send in a question, please submit the answer and the episode that you pulled it from. Okay. That's um, right. We had somebody send one in. It was pretty obscure and uh, I didn't, I wasn't able to use it. 
And don't pull from multiple sources if you can. Try to get it specific to one uh, episode to make it somewhat mm, possible for people to find the answer. He's like, what am I wearing when I read episode 13? What was I wearing? <laughs> you know, nobody can answer that but you and your mom. Okay? Fat guy in the basement. Okay? That reads Axe Cop. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of my brother. Hey. Hey. Don't make fun of, <laughs> don't make fun of my brother. Okay, what was that a reference to? Cars. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. Cop talk. Cop talk. It's when we uh, we go through and we give some commentary mm-hmm. on uh, past episodes. We're going to try to do 18, 19, and 20 today. Whoa. Ah, dang it. You know what I forgot to do? What did you forget to I do? I forgot to get the fairy fart sound. Dang it. I was really looking forward to doing that. I had all this time. You know, for the page turn sound that we were talking about last uh, week. Yes. Well, I might be able to squeeze one out for you. No, it's okay. It's all right. Okay. But uh, starting with 18, here we are. Um, just a little recap. Uh, Soccer Ring wants to be on the team. They go and get a golded bladed uh, chainsaw blade, and they put it on the uh, chainsaw because Soccer Ring becomes a good guy suddenly. Um, so, yeah. And we find out that the soccer ring we thought was the soccer ring is actually are we there yet y- y- no we're not hold on crap yeah, spoiler no, no, don't go anymore okay axe cop quickly threw the golden chainsaw blade to soccer ring soccer ring catch uses to kill vampire baby kid vampire man baby kid man what a what a name vampire man baby kid yeah vampire man baby kid uh, i can't even say it fast I can't even say it either i just wonder how axe cop speaks through gritted teeth yeah yeah. It's like Clint Eastwood, I think. Maybe it's He's not that hard time. after all. I can do it too. So, uh. Go ahead. I make love, my day. I love that there's a change blade switch. Yeah, it's, 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 it would be very nice to have in the Axe Cop universe. If I could have one of those in this universe, I would. I just imagine it, it being like a like a clip from a gun. You know, you push the button yeah. and you can just put in a new blade. And so it's exactly it's a, what it's like it's because you know change. you see in the fourth panel there he's like loading it. <laughs> so uh, baby man, kid, vampire dude, whatever his stinking name is, is attacking him from behind. Um, chainsaws, golden bladed chainsaws make a vroom vroom sound. I like that. Yeah. And um, he turns around, and he lobs off the head of vampire yep. man, baby kid. Oh yeah. And I love the gold, the color in these panels, too, Absolutely. because, you know, you got the reflection off of his face and it's still gold reflection. It looks sweet. <laughs> I love soccer ring with bad Santa. I just do. Yeah. Oh, I'd be amiss if I didn't stop for a second. I mentioned as part of our news segment that on, um, on the uh, Axe Cop forums, we started a thread this past week called mm. the Axe Cop Cemetery. And yep. people are making headstones for all of the named characters that have died, and uh, in the little in a little epitaph. Yeah, yeah, just right there on the old uh, tombstone. And uh, one of them I submitted, for instance, was Bad Santa. Here lies Bad Santa. Bad Santa is dead, but his spirit lives on. And you see the joke there, right? Because because yep. he's still <laughs> he's still alive, and you know his spirit and his powers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, back to your regular he, scheduled he programs. He uh, cut off Vampire Baby Man's head, apparently at uh, right there above the jawline. There, you know, right. just below his uh, cheekbones. He's got him like right in the mouth because his top part of his jaw is connected and the bottom's That's not. That's pretty grody. I got to be honest with you. I kind of felt bad at this point because part of him's still a baby. Yeah. He was yeah. a baby. His whole body was, I mean, it, secretly, he's, he's a baby. Poor thing. Yeah. Can't he just, help it. And he probably just couldn't communicate because, you know, babies can't talk. He probably just wanted to be loved. Well, and what do babies do when they get something new? They put it in their mouth. So when he met they Wolfer's do. family, he was just gnawing on them. Yeah. He didn't just, mean to be you know. bad. Now I'm all yeah. depressed. I'm sorry. It's Okay. Well, if you look at the left side of his face, it does look pretty evil. So yeah, that's you, true. All those fangs just cover up and the stuff. baby side. Yeah, and that nasty looking nose. Well, I know I've wanted to do harm to several 
toddler age kids in, on airplanes <laughs> before. So I guess I'm as guilty as anyone else. I don't know. Mm. Now I have a moral dilemma. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to the comic. He says, uh, okay, just then the real Dr. Stinky had arrived. You tricked my friends. Guards, kill him. He says, you, you tricked my friends. So now that could see that argument going, no, you tricked my friends. Uh, but apparently went on for a few more hours oh, too. Yeah. as the bad guys, you know, one by one approach so they could be individually beaten. Dr. Stinkyhead and Sakurang had both disguised themselves as each other in order to trick each other's friends. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's like when you go to a party and somebody's wearing the same shirt as you yep. and, uh, you're like, you know, all your friends are like, did you guys get together and plan this? Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. Cause we like to look like each other. So, I mean, apparently to synchronize their plans, I mean, what is the chances that both of them had the same plan and chose the per the opposite character? the same character yeah. that was going to mimic them. I mean, it could have been any of his cohorts, but he chose mm. one that had absolutely no, no similarities to him at all in shape or arms, Size arm structure. <laughs> so <laughs> arm structure. Yeah. That, you know, I never thought about that. Yeah. How did Dr. Stinky head <laughs> fit his arms into those socks? I don't mm. know. I don't know how it works. Wow. Or how did Sakurang have arms with individual working fingers when he was being Dr. Stinkyhead? I know mm. not the answer. But you know what? In the world of a five-year-old, it works. Because he just did. Prosthetics. So Sakurang <laughs> cuts the bars of the cage. Dinosaur soldier Ralph Wrinkles, they come... They came in the back door, and it was time for a huge fight. And you've just got this yeah. classic face-off type of deal. Bad guys the on epic one side. Clash. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. You got the, the ringleader in the back there with the three horns, Dr. Stinky Head and the stupid little monocle. He's kind of yelling. He doesn't even have a weapon. He's just no. got his hands raised uh, like has, Cobra his, Commander. His powers are pretty weak. I mean, he does have triple unicorn <laughs> horn strength, but apparently the moron doesn't have any sense to use it right now. He could wish yep. everybody to be lab mice and just save himself the trouble, but no. Yep. But I will comment that that uh, I can't even remember their names. I know it's not Vampire Wolfer. It's got to be Fire Slicer then uh, Crab Boy here. He looks the coolest he's ever looked, finally. Yeah. Right there. He doesn't look like a Ninja Turtle. He's got bumps and ridges and stuff. It's awesome. He looks good. Looks, looks scary. A little bit scary. Looks crusty. He does. So moving right along. Ring! Wow. That was the the fairy fart. No, that was... <laughs> fairies don't sound like that. They sound like a xylophone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Before... Uh, so we're on 19 now, part chapter 2, part 11. Before they could start the fight, though, they were interrupted. Hold it! Hold it! What was his voice? Do you remember what his voice was? Oh, it's kind of like a, um, hold it, sort of like a droopy dog. <laughs> I can't imagine that voice stopping everyone, but it does. Yeah. Axe Cop looks almost <laughs> embarrassed, like, like, huh? Huh? And, and Ralph Wrinkle's down there, he's like, whoa? What? Uh... Uh, Uniman interrupts him. I want my unicorn horn back, stinky head. <laughs> do 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 the voice, man. I want my unicorn horn back, <laughs> stinky head. I'm not normal, man. I'm Uniman. Uh, never normal, man. And but Sakurang throws the golden bladed chainsaw to ask cop, and he cuts off all three horns in one slice. And I uh -huh. gotta say, he does it in one slice, but he cuts really close at three different angles on that head. That is pretty swift. Yeah. That takes some it, skills. That would actually it, take a curved blade, but we won't go it there. It takes a golden chainsaw blade. Uh, it's apparently magical to cut off that even. I mean... Gave him a nice shave, too. It, it, he did. I um, But you do see what I'm saying. If he cut straight across that forehead, there would, there would have been <laughs> some stumps there, you know? Yep. But anyway. Take a little bit of that forehead off. Here's a classic one. He gave one... Horn back to Uniman. He gave the next one back to the unicorn, and there's this unicorn in a neck brace. <laughs> and that's from episode seven. He's got a little broken leg looking cast and the band-aid. See, I, I we gotta we gotta get the, the feedback on this. You know, did did the uh, animal lovers email him to the point where he was forced to bring him back to life? Did he manipulate the boy at all? Or did the boy just <laughs> do this? 
Um, he's, he's probably like, who's PETA? I don't care who PETA is. I'm a six-year-old. I ate a PETA for lunch. It was delicious. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> it's great because Sakurang's all happy. And the yeah. third one he gave to Uniman also. And Sakurang's yep. sitting in the background mad. <laughs> I never noticed because that. Because he's even got his little sock hand out like he's ready to receive it. Yeah. <laughs> but then but look at the one over his head, over, over Uniman's head. He's sitting yeah, there he's, all mad. <laughs> his lips sticking out. So great. Big frown. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Uniman makes a wish. I wish to be super, 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 duper, 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 duper infinity smart. The uh, the horns grow and glow, and suddenly Uniman grew horns all over his body, and it looks very, very painful. I mean, yeah. There's coming. There's ones poking out of his skinny little arm. Yeah, he's got. Oh yeah. Where did that come from? He's got them out of his ears, um, out of his nose. And it's it's very clear that it says even his bottom and down where he pees. <laughs> <laughs> love it, I love, that. love it. That would be very harmful. What would stink is the ones that grew in your inner thigh and then crushed into your leg on the other side. Yeah, that'd be. You know that had to happen. And then the ones between your fingers. I mean, I can see ones just in the edge of the panel coming off the backs of his hands and stuff. Oh man, how would you scratch? Very carefully. I guess you wouldn't have to. You'd be pretty pokey, so you'd, people would be using you to scratch. Oh, oh. I would just hope for short, stubby little pokies. But so then he makes an, another wish. I also wish to be super strong, and it happened. And um, apparently, his his horns got a little bit it, it more. They made a little bit more sense because yeah. suddenly he's got his nose back. His uh, his look is definitely beefed up. Mm-hmm. His, still has his little glasses. His glasses didn't grow yeah, at all. His, yeah, that's true. That's cool. His tie um, grew quite a bit, but his shirt. Yeah, I think it's actually bigger than it was. <laughs> it's giant. He doesn't have a shirt on, but he's got his bow tie. But he's got unicorn horns at every knuckle. Uh, first, you know, his his, uh, his knuckles there. He's got it going on, man. He's he's pretty hardcore. He's got Check energy out. glowing yeah, all around him. Look at Fire Slicer down there on the on the bottom left. He almost looks like shocked and awed. But he always looks like that. He's always got his mouth open like ha. Yeah, that's right. He does have to. I would like to. Eat, I would like to eat you. He always looks like a poodle. You know, like poodles when they get happy and they're happy to see you. I always yeah. imagine they're actually saying, "I would like to pee on you." That's what that's I just imagine. Exactly. That every poodle wants to pee on me, and um. Or become friendly with your leg. Yeah, yeah, just something obnoxious and inappropriate, and uh, <laughs> and and so he always looks like he wants to bite a gnaw on something. He's just like r r r r r. Does look like yeah? What's a chew on something? So what is that behind Axcop's head? There's just something that looks like a like a something. I'm sure it's a background feature of some kind, but I don't. It know. looks almost like a hand. Yeah, like. Like it's supposed to be Fire Slicer's hand or something, know. but but I know everybody looks just as afraid of him as the bad guys do. Everybody, yeah, they don't know what this and guy's gonna do. Even uh, Dinosaur Soldier's kind of got a little look on his face. <laughs> he looks like that. <laughs> he looks like that everywhere too. <laughs> All right, ring number twenty. Super Uni Man shot unicorn horns out of his body all over the place. <laughs> Every one of them but the original one, by the way. And they went and stabbed every bad guy. Pierce, poke, stab. And this is the Simon Pegg uh, reference here. Even the bad guys on the ceiling trying to drop bombs. Pegg. Pretty gruesome. With two Gs. Yeah. Simon Pegg. Boom. Right through the head. I love this. And Satan. Randomly, <laughs> who was in a fight <laughs> with God, got stabbed by one. Ah, spear. Yeah, it's like Spero. it's like Jesus is going. I waited two thousand years to get you back for that spear in my side. Ah, so, there's one right in your back. Brah! So, and I like how um, the next panel, along with all his ships and soldiers, uh huh. Because, you know, the devil's soldiers fly in ships. I know. And it's so annoying. It's like they always come by at night when I'm trying to sleep. It's very yeah. annoying. 
and they all look like they're they're driving mad mobiles or something from from Inspector <laughs> Gadget, you know. Yeah. I'm mad cat, you know <laughs> that, that whole thing. But anyway, what do Gadget? Gadget? Yeah, and uh, they're all being stabbed exactly in the forehead, which is also very cool. I do like that. It's a yeah. good place to be stabbed. Along with all his ships and soldiers. I just never learned that in Sunday school. That was one thing they never told me. They skipped that. Ships and soldiers. I mean, I knew that the devil, you know, had a pointy tail and horns, and he's red. Yeah. And he has a has a pointy stick, a trident. Yeah. At least they, they did depict that on, Ethan did put that on the wings of the, the bad guy ships, the devil ships. Right. Satan's soldiers. I, I want to go back an, ep- uh, an episode, a uh, a panel here, and point out that Satan's tail... Is coming directly from the center of his left butt cheek. <laughs> it is. Okay? There ain't no vampire bending over. It ain't no trick of light. There is a tail coming way off center. Off the left cheek. Well, yep. we know that the devil's off center, so. Yeah. I love the look on his face, too. Like, oh, it's unfair. <laughs> So, uh, only thing cooler than the devil, though, is uh, Ralph Wrinkle's doing karate. Because he suddenly yep. wished to know karate. Hakiba! Which is a reference to, uh, oh, dang it, the the Mystery Science Theater, MST3K guy. The uh, dead Tom Servo. I can't remember his name all of a sudden, but it's okay. Chat room, do you remember? But uh, I just love it, because I imagine this moment where he says, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> so, Kung Fu. <laughs> so uh, Stinky Head tries to get away, but one got to him too. Impale. Great picture Ooh. right there. Great art. Yes. I love the way the guy does hands. Ethan's hands. I just love that they're all squared off. Hands are a pain and uh, mm. he does good. He does crow. Did he Good. do crow? I thought he did. Uh... Oh, he didn't do crow. Chat room saying he did crow. He did. He did Tom Servo. So what's his name? What's the guy's name that did it? Anyway, the Haikiba. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I lost can't say fifty geek cred. I... Uh, anyway, he turns into an alien. Big giant nasty alien. Nasty tongue. Nasty eyes. Two pupils in each one. Actually, it might be four. Just two of them are dark and two of them are light. Two pupils and two retinas. And he all of a sudden he goes neutral because he uh, he's not he's not discriminating between his own people who are suffering from uh, unicorn horn attacks. <laughs> yeah, they're running around with horns stuck in their body. Now their boss turns into a giant alien nasty creature. We don't work for him anymore. You know what I would do if I was one of those bad guys? I would pull that sucker out of my chest and stick it on my head, and I would wish for me to be okay. And then I would fix everything, and I would make my yes. dad. I would make my dad come back to life, and make sure he never left my mom, and he always came to my birthday parties. Okay, I'm getting too personal. I'm sorry, but that's what I would do. I think there's. Uh, I think you should have some background music playing when you do that part. <laughs> Just to, you know, set the mood right. Dun, 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 dun. I don't have any. Thanks, though. No. Thanks for making sure. putting me on the spot in my private life. All right, ask Axe Cop <laughs> number 10. What would you do? What would you do if you were president, Mr. Axe Cop? Would you ever consider running? And what would your platform be? I would abolish the word please first thing. <laughs> just, just like a six-year-old. <laughs> Anyone who says please goes to jail for 100 weeks. <laughs> 100 weeks, man. 100 weeks. That is hardcore. It's almost two years. Well, and that's the first, if you, if I know my president stuff right, uh, don't you kind of, don't they judge your presidency by the first 100 weeks? Find out 100, 100 days, Oh, I think. is it? Okay. See, yeah. what do I know? I yeah. Know. You I, did. I'm an Axe Cop fan. I, I get a free pass. There you go. Too stupid to talk to you. Um, I would be magic, and I could do anything, and I'd give all my money to the poor. One hundred dollars. <laughs> you have to put your pinky up next to your mouth. One hundred dollars. 
And I love the the pin on his lapel. Yeah, it's Obama. Brilliant. Yeah, well, actually, actually on his lapel looks almost like a C instead of a O. Well, the whole yeah. the whole artwork it's a great uh, design. You know, um, it's a it's a it's a rip off of the change Obama yeah. artwork, and it's brilliant. It's awesome, and it was embedded yes. in here. It's great. I think it's available as a poster and maybe Dude, a T shirt. That. I need that. Yeah, I need now. I need one of everything the man has put out, and I've bought one shirt, and that's it. I keep hoping he'll just like give us stuff, but he yeah. went, he went the cheap route and drew us into his comic. <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> leave, <You're> crazy. <laughs> leave it up to me to ruin. The, I loved it. I think it's awesome, but I still, you know, my sense of humor. I, mean, I always yeah. have to say the stupidest thing possible. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, what does it say? <laughs> Blow up all the bad people. Okay, he would make a bomb that only kills bad people. He has the button, the button mm-hmm. that the president has, except the, it's a button to blow up all the bad people. Just a bad, and he could probably like push it multiple times anytime he wanted. <laughs> just just in case there was some new bad people or people just had turned born. bad. Yep. You know, they don't have to be baby bad people. They could be people that decided to become bad. But um, I want to point out that it looks like the earth has a George Washington wig on complete with mutton chops. <laughs> I was thinking it looked kind of like, like sudsy bubbles, but uh, I like the mutton chops much better. Well, and then if you look at the boom, the two eyes, it looks like he has glasses on. So, Oh my goodness. I've never even <laughs> looked at ruined it, like it that. for everyone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the planet, the earth looks like it's looking at you and it's got a B and an M with mutton chops. Uh, and if you look it upside down, it's woob. Oh, that's too much. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said Man, that. Where did you get this from? I don't know. I'm tired. Um, so some bad guys would escape to a bad guy planet the day I took office. Well, it's about time. All these Americans are like, if, if, if he gets elected president, I'm leaving the country. And you know they're full of it, you know? Yeah. But right. the bad guys here finally follow through, and they go to a bad guy planet. I wonder which planet they would use. Hmm. Mars? It couldn't be Uniplanet. No, no, it's in our solar system. Oh. Mars. But it's okay because um, apparently he took took a little time. You see Earth in the background. That's the reason why I'm saying it's probably Mars. Uh, Mars is the bad guy planet. If you you play Doom, you know this. It's not rocket science here. Um, (laughs) But he filled their planet with bombs. Crust, mantle, bombs. Bad guy planet. And they would all That's be destroyed. A lot of bombs. Love it. And then he'd get really bored, being the president, taking care of all the issues and the problems the first day. Yeah, you'd be mm-hmm. bored as smack. So mm-hmm. You don't so take, what, you, you know, don't sleep, you don't take naps, you don't do anything. He just solved world peace by pushing a button. Yep. Yeah, I'd imagine that's what the State of the Union address would look like. <laughs> it'd be zoomed up on him, there'd be the axe laying there, a hot dog, yeah. or whatever that is, <laughs> Twinkie. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Stapler. This is my stapler. I'll burn down the building. Um, (laughs) And he'd just be like, uh, yeah, some stuff. That blew up all the bad guys. I'm going to need about 30 TVs. (laughs) And cake. (laughs) And cake. Uh, Number 11 says, uh, dear ex-cop, I would like to join your team. Do you have any tips for for a potential partner? Boy, does he ever. If you want to be on our team, you will need some awesome moves. Awesome. Let's, Not just regular moves, awesome moves. Yeah. yeah. And you have to come to tryouts, so you need to know when they are, and they're held randomly. I just might want to add that as a bonus tip for listening to the podcast. Um, you need to have sidekicks, karate moves of all kinds, ninja kicks. Yeah. You also need random bad guys to try these out on, so bring a plethora of bad guys with you to tryouts. <laughs> okay. You'll need cool moves, reverse punches, and and the sound effect has to play backwards too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they need to be doing the crane, you know, move from the end of Karate Kid, you know, the one the one-legged stance. <laughs> and and psych- psychic moves as well. Snap. Snap. Um we're also looking for awesome weapons like an oil gun that poisons your eyes. Okay. Oh, my eyes are poisoned. I hate it when that happens, man. I love all those pictures, by the way. Oh. I mean, the reverse punch, 
him reading a book while he's doing it. Oh, a, I never noticed that. The cool move is him re- is reading a book. And he's just doing a kick, you know, just kind of reading, <laughs> doing a kick. And that the secret kick, the one in the, the third panel, the small one there, he's like got a bush or something in his hand. Like he was hiding in those, the hedge uh, right ninja there. kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ninja popped kicks, out yeah. and uh, just randomly kicks this guy with an Uzi. Secret kick. And he's got one in his hand, yeah. So he never knew what kicked him. <laughs> never it's like, knew. It's a secret kick. <laughs> yeah, those are good stuff. Uh, cool moves. So My or, cool moves, I'm reading a book and I kick in the face. That's it. I love that. And uh, Or a blade gun that shoots a giant blade, then you surf on it, which is awesome, and then cut the bad guy's body off. And apparently you <laughs> get to ride through his body. Yes. So cool. He's still that, shooting. The sound that makes is good. Wound. Wound. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. Giant gun. You can bring that to a fight. Find a guy to stand up in front of it while you climb on the blade. But it's okay. I, I don't want to bring reality into this at all, but I have to sometimes. But uh, well, You know they say you should never go to a gunfight with a knife. Yep. But in this case, you should never go to a gunfight without your knife gun. Your giant blade gun. (laughs) You surf on it through the air. You have to get a running start to get on that, Physics be darned. Yeah, I know. I know. I'd love to see Mythbusters take on (laughs) X-Cop. Yes. Jamie Heineman, we're calling you out. Jamie would just quit. He'd just like, this is ridiculous. This is the stupidest thing we've ever done. And Adam's like, no, man, this is awesome. They love this yeah. stuff. It'd be great. <laughs> Let's put it in a scale model first. I do all my own stunts. <laughs> Let's do it up to speed. Uh, <laughs> can't jump on a blade. Yeah, we can, man. I uh, think I can do it. I think I can. Uh, so we never, ex- we never accept people who punch themselves in the face. <laughs> <laughs> nope next please but see what are you gonna do when you don't bring your own bad guys you're gonna have to try out your moves on yourself <laughs> so well that was one of the um the um the the wolfer brother oh gosh the two vampire brothers yeah that was their secret moves is to make bad guys punch themselves and ah how do you know that they're not under the influence and yeah being a bad guy? that's true that's true yeah. and you know, no i mean no jabs no jabbers, dadgummit. <laughs> or fast punches of any kind. I don't know. I've heard I've heard Ethan say he, he never could get an explanation out of the boy as to why that was such a big deal. No jabs. <laughs> but here's this old school boxer looking dude and he's 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 got it, man. He's he's got his thumb on the side of his nose. He's ready to go. And bang, yep. he's he's kicked out. You're out of here. We had a sign, fool. You waited in yep. line for nothing. He's pointing his thumb to it. Nope, stop. No jabbers. <laughs> so I can tell if you're good or evil by your front kicking technique. And uh, he, apparently this is a bad guy that was foolish enough to try out for a good guy job, which makes no sense, mm-hmm. but that's okay. All bad guys will be destroyed. Axe Cop uses his uh, awesome psychic powers, snaps the poor fool's neck. Yep. So just be warned. And I wish you could do that. And just be warned before you go to an Axe Cop tryout. You better have your junk together, bring some bad guys, get, and do not, uh, you know, if you're a bad guy, practice that front kicking technique. Get it down. Otherwise, he will <laughs> snap your neck with his mind. I wish he'd use that a little more often. <laughs> yeah. Make, make fighting a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, just make people punch themselves. And you know, it can make vampire, or uh, it can make the lobster dude, you know, just turn around and not eat his sister's brain. That plan is really gross. That is a very gross plan. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's turn over and uh, do a little bit of uh, some listener feedback. They turned out to be emails. All right, here's the kind of stuff we get from you people, so uh, listen up. Axcroft is a mighty blackbird. He is a crime warrior. I would not mess with him or any of his team. His weapons are mighty. Okay, I don't understand half of that, but that was pretty cool. It's kind of <laughs> random. He also called back. I love you. 
We love you too. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. For real though, we got uh, we got a question about flute cop for Ethan, but I don't know who's going to answer it. Howdy, Chop. It's Warp Rider on the forums. I got to say, I'm a big fan of the show, but I need you to do me a favor. Ask Ethan and pass this along to Malachi. But uh, what uh, what's up with Flute Cop? Why has he got such security issues? He's having an identity crisis. He's Flute <laughs> Cop one day, avocado soldier. He's a dinosaur. He's a ghost. He's a Tricera dragon shark jumpasaurus rex. It's a little it's a little upsetting. I liked him. And just the way he was. Just pass that along, and maybe we can see some uh, G1 flute cop again. Um, just wanted to say a big fan. Y'all take it easy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know the origin of it is uh, Ethan was flute cop, you know, at Christmas time, and he had a recorder. Right. And I think it's just the boy's way. If I had to guess, it's the boy's way of keeping Ethan in the story. Because none of the hmm. other characters do that, you know, switch around. Yeah. Um, so I don't I know. I bet you there's probably a child psychologist out there who who may one day stumble across this and and have all sorts of interesting malarkey to tell us. But yeah, it would be <laughs> minutia malarkey, malarkey minutia, malarkey minutia. Yeah, there's a friend of mine at work that's saying minutia all the time now, and I had to look it up <laughs> to make sure because it sounded. Sounded like a, another word for diarrhea. <laughs> it's a some more solid form. Yeah, I got some minutia <laughs> on me. Man, I had to go put some minutia on the flower beds this weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, it sounds like manure. Minutia. <laughs> <laughs> no good stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, well, that'd be a good question. Maybe we'll bring it up next week, and maybe we won't. It just depends on how many times you you pay us. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like the changes. I I just hate the only change I really hated was this drag monster flute, whatever he is now. He's just oh, yeah. so jacked up looking. And part ghost, part uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, dragon part. part. Yeah, everything. And and I liked him as Ghost Cop. He was cute as all get out. And and that sounds weird yeah. coming from a dude, but he was cute. He had a, like a Casper the Friendly Ghost thing going on. And, that little um, whoosh on the top of his head. Yeah, it was really cool, and we and he didn't do much, so I don't know. I he don't had know. a pretty cool secret attack, just flying through people and oh, dropping bombs it was off. Awesome, it was awesome, and and I love drag uh, uh, dinosaur soldier. I just I love the name. Yeah. I love his look. You know, I love that he's not fat anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what I, if he turns into a buffalo soldier? Oh, that's I, a Bob Marley song. I know. Okay. I. I <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, I hope that one day though there will be this because bro- they're brothers. Um, I hope yeah, that they-, they will they will come back together and and uh, you know they will learn each other in, in the human form. Each of them. Yeah. So, so. anyway, uh, it's the time for the always shift. The always shift. Love it. Okay, always shift solving. Solve always shift is solving issues of life from the Axe Cop universe. And this one, we have a very self-serving uh, voicemail. <laughs> I just have to say it up front. It's my personality to call people out, and this guy's got something to prove. So listen to as much of it as I can stand to play. <laughs> hey, James, John, and Ethan. This is Aaron. Aaron Iben, not Eben. You mispronounced my name, James, and I'm thoroughly disappointed. John knows he's German and is therefore awesome. Anyway, I've got something for the okay. always shift. Um, well, so, so there's some background. People in the forums may know that in my signature I claim to be a physicist. It's only partially true. I'm actually just a physics student. But I'm uh, currently doing research in uh, theoretical physics. And uh, this problem actually takes place in two different universes. And I've hit a bit of a snag, so I'm hoping that we can... Uh, go into a third universe, the Axe Cop universe, and try to find a solution. <clears throat> so first, the setup here. Um, the problem is we're trying to figure out the dynamics of a uh, meson. That's the bound state of a quark oh, and yeah. anti-quark. Absolutely. This meson's in a quark-gluon plasma uh-huh. in a 4-plus-1 uh, dimensional Minkowski space-time. Yeah, yeah. 
And we're figuring this out uh, through something called the ADS-CFT correspondence. Mm -hmm, That stands mm -hmm. for Anti-Disitter Space Conformal Field Theory. Uh, And what that says is that you can get uh, the answer to a problem in one universe by doing... Uh, actually solving the problem in a different universe, right, seemingly right. unrelated problem. Mm-hmm. So the problem we're actually solving okay. uh, is the time evolution of a relativistic superstring from type 2b string theory that is yeah. dangling from, uh, from your a couple of infinitely massive C7 <laughs> brains over the event horizon of a black hole in there five plus one anti-de-sitter space-time. <laughs> Okay, I saw that movie. And yep, uh, yep. to do this, we have to solve the equations of motion, which are these nasty uh, second-order partial yep. differential equations, non-linear differential oh, equations. Of course, and, duh. Uh, the only way you can do this is numerically. Duh. So we wrote a program to try and uh, integrate our way through this. And we're running into this interesting conundrum that whenever the kink or the cusp, the, the, the uh-huh. kink in the middle of the string like shoots down to the event horizon of this black hole, right. I saw it actually horizon. shoots forward in time yep. into the future, which is possible, and leaves the rest of the string back in the past. Right, right. And when this happens, a singularity develops, and uh, the system becomes stiff. Mm-hmm. The integrator breaks down, starts complaining, quits, I spits did, out a bunch I, of useless I, junk. I did that. Too. And it uh, makes our lives, well, it's, uh, it's annoying. Right. And we've been a lot of pretty unsuccessful at uh, <laughs> trying to figure out a way to get around this. Right. So that's the setup. In those two universes, okay. uh, Minkowski space-time, right, right. Sitter space-time. Uh-huh. So now I'm hoping that you guys can jump into the Axe universe and help me figure out a solution got to it. this. You can quit talking. And uh, the question now becomes... <laughs> <laughs> what would Uniman do? Because, mm. you know, he's oh. the smartest guy ever. Right. He's so smart. He's got that True. horn that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I wish I had one, too. So, yeah. Send he's a way. scientist. He should be able to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to see what you guys think. Okay. And uh, if you say unicorn magic, you automatically lose because no. that's oh, a trivial that's solution, which everyone knows. And I hate to say it, but uh, I now just lost the game. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. At least he bows out <laughs> gracefully. But um, yeah, I, I, before he said science stuff, I was just going to say the solution to all that is to kiss your own rear. <laughs> so try that because that works for you smart people. <laughs> and then la- my second suggestion would be the tachyon. Oh. Yeah. The tachyon converter, converter, time space warrior, fire slicer, laser high fiver. No, the tachyon, tachyons are from um, Land of the Lost, and uh, and you know you can just that that's shoots, a whole other universe. Yeah, uh, duh. So you could do that, and you can create a uh, sphincter biter, and and that would. <laughs> Come together <laughs> with. So I wanted to keep it straight, Beach. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You can't say sphincter and biter and keep a straight face. <laughs> Not with your butt around, that's for sure. So, I'm sorry, you so want to try, let me start over. No, again. I want you to do uh, Uniman's response. You know, from your own creativity in Uniman's voice that that has been officially approved by Ethan. So, by the E. Well, um, uh, so the original Uniman, before he became big and strong, he would say that my conundrum is, of course, collapsed upon the the fabric of the moral fibers of which I have not only beheld with my own eyes, but wished with my unicorn horn, and therefore I am not capable of arising to the occasion of therefore spewing forth the answers without giving away some of my secret powers. So I'm ah. sorry, you'll have to figure it out yourself. So there you go, there you go. I think that is ultimate wisdom from you, man. He doesn't want to give you the answer. He wants you to figure it out yourself. Uh, yeah, because if he did give it away, it would rip through the space fabric time Yeah, what are you trying to string. do? What are you trying to do, Mr. Aaron Ethan, dude? You're trying to rip us apart? I got a family, okay? Yeah. I don't want you ripping up our life with your string theory and your sphincter riders and all that stuff. <laughs> your tachyons. Sorry, I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to laugh. <laughs> so, uh, Ethan, or not Ethan, what's his name? Aaron? This is what happens to your head. I'll, I'll chop your head off.
and it it sounds like this. Sorry, hit the wrong. And that's button. the answer. There you go. So anyway, thank you for sending all your stuff in. It's time yeah. for us to do our. Um, I got to relabel these things because I can never find the right buttons. <laughs> I pray for the sharks. All right, dear God. I just heard that sharks can never get cancer. And I just think that's awesome. So thank you that sharks have not that one thing to worry about. But please protect them from fish that can get cancer. Because if they're like girls with cooties, it could be easily spread through contact with a cootie fish. Mm -hmm. Cootie cancer fish. So protect them and keep them and, and help us to find a cure for cancer from the sharks. And please throw the devil in the lake of fire. Amen. I pray for the sharks. Amen. amen. It's better if you say amen. And amen. amen. I don't know. I just assume that the snooty people say, amen. Yeah. Instead of amen. So God hears rich people before he hears poor people. That's so we should say, amen. They, they sure seem to get a lot more of their prayers answered. Hey, it's time for us to get out of here. Chopcast.com. That's the website. Email is chopcast at gmail.com. You can call us anytime you want, 24 hours a day. Nobody's going to answer you anyway, except for the voicemail. 206-337-8138. Uh, you heard the man. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLCast. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Same time, same place. Remember all the things we told you. And you can have an Axe Cop shopping day. Ha, ha, ha.